Welcome back to another episode of the Backroom Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Wynn. Special guest, Dylan Straley. Uh, Dylan is a high school wrestler at Cheney High School. It's where I formerly went. And he is a successful high school wrestler within the Cheney Wrestling Program. Dylan, is there anything else? Uh, no, I guess not. I mean, right now you're like a you're a three time state placer right now, right? Yeah, I'm a three time state placer. Freshman year I got fifth, sophomore year I got fourth, and this year I got third. And then you go to bigger tournaments like Fargo, and you wrestle nationally, not just wrestling at uh, not just wrestling high school high schoolers during the high school season. Yeah, after the high school season, I pretty much wrestle year round, uh, traveling around the United States and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Where are some like big tournaments that you've wrestled at? Um, Reno Worlds over in Reno that was a fun tournament last year. I got third in that. Uh, every year I usually go to Fargo. This year it sucks because of uh, COVID. I got it canceled, but next year I'll go. Hopefully, All American. Finally, that's uh, my goal to All American in Greco. And then I was gonna go to Western Regionals in Vegas this year, but that also got canceled. So I didn't do mm-hmm. like shit this year. Well, I mean, it's a big deal to All American, and I don't think a lot of people understand like how big of a deal it is. But especially in Washington, because not a lot of kids get looked at for like good colleges, at least. Yeah, uh, just because yeah. Washington's not as competitive as like Pennsylvania or uh, Iowa, or California, so it doesn't get looked at as much. So putting yourself on an AA is really um, going to really put you out there for colleges. Yep, yep. That's what I hope it does. It just sucks that now I got to wait a whole nother year until right before college instead of having a year in advance to mm-hmm. do that. Uh, if if there was a college that was going to recruit you, what college would you like preferably want? I think around here, like if I could go to any college, just throw up Dream College, I think I'd go to Oregon State just because, I mean, it's the biggest wrestling school around here and it's not super far away from home, so... I mean, if I could go anywhere, that'd probably be where I would go, if just all things aside. Well, I know uh, BK Kaler wrestles there, um, mm-hmm. and he he's doing great. He's not, yeah. And he's a kid out of Washington, four-time state champ. I think he actually only lost one match in his high school, and that was um, to some like nationally ranked Japanese kid. Yeah, yeah. He's doing well down there. I've been watching him and some of the other dudes around here that went big. A few of them did, and it's cool to watch them at the bigger level. Mm. Uh, and then I, there's a lot of good Washington kids, that's for sure. But um, I think coronavirus in general is just going to be ruining wrestling, like even NCAA wrestling this yeah. next coming year. I'm kind of um, scared this next year. Like I've heard rumors and stuff just about – like it happening and not happening so we'll see hopefully it'll happen it's just literally like the most touchy sport and with all the people there at those tournaments and stuff i don't know what they're planning Mm -hmm. i I was reading this um this article this morning and it said something about like uh if ncaa football got canceled like that's like a huge portion of like how schools get their money is like through fundraising and football mm-hmm. games and how football pays for. I mean, it's not just that football pays yeah, for just itself, but the it pays revenue for, of that is benefiting the school so much. Yeah, every and, school. 
Yeah, exactly. And some of that money goes to wrestling. So if yeah. NCAA football gets canceled, then a lot of other sports could get canceled. Or even like smaller schools, they'll even cut their program, you know, just to save some yeah. money. Yeah, this could be really bad to it. We'll see. Hopefully not, but I mean, chances are that this could change a lot of the wrestling world and getting recruited and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think a lot of kids will at least take their at least their red shirt this year if uh, COVID is still like a a problem during the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder how they're gonna do with uh, the Olympic red shirt too, because this guy's Olympic red shirting two years in a row. Mm. We'll see. Well, I think this one's more of like a medical red shirt. We're not like a medical, yeah, yeah, a disastrous red shirt, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna call it, but hopefully, I don't know. It was I liked watching the NCAs with all the name dudes, you know, Nick Siriano and everyone, Yanni. It sucked not having them to watch this year. What do you think is like the the hardest weight class out of all? I think it's ten weight classes, right? In college or high school? College. College? Um, honestly, this year I would say the most competitive weight class was 165. I think there was a lot of dudes there. And, I mean, uh, Senzo and the Bull are freaking – I don't know who's going to win that. And then there's always up-and-coming dudes – um, so yeah, I think 165 and then 133 is also probably one of the most with Seth Gross and the Santo and RBY and all of them. Uh, I was probably the most excited to watch 133, honestly. I think 133 is definitely the hardest, especially the year before, before the, the, uh, Olympic red shirts when there yeah, was like yeah. Dayton Fix. Nick Suriano, Austin DeSanto, like the top like fifteen guys could easily place. Yeah, um, that whole weight class is always pretty stacked and somewhat close to my weight, so enjoying just seeing how those guys move and stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty good to watch and learn from those guys. Actually, there's a guy from Wash or not Washington, but uh, Post Falls, Idaho. That's in the yeah rank. Uh, Ridge Love It. Ridge Love It. He's I think he's yep. ranked like. 10th right now uh, but that's like for next year and super early rankings yeah yeah um it was i've watched a few of his matches it was cool seeing that because i've been at tournaments back in the day and i've seen him at a lot of tournaments i've been at and see him out there wrestling DeSanto, only losing by a couple points yeah he it's only cool lost by one against DeSanto. yeah it was like yeah. a 1-0 match at the uh the big 10s yeah, and the RBY was super close too until like the until like very the last end. yeah ten seconds where he got put on his back. But I mean, he was just trying to get points. Yeah. Um. Actually, I remember we went to Battle of the Buckle my senior year, and uh, Jared had, came up to me and was like, "Oh yeah, there's like a really tough kid at this tournament. I just wonder if he's in your weight class." He was talking about Ridge Lovett. I had no idea who it was, and I think he was a junior at the time, and he was just. Still a monster. He was undefeated throughout high school. So, yeah, he was just happened to be in the weight class below me. And I was like, I still had no idea who he was. 
And so he had won it right before me. I still had no idea who it was until like this year. And then I looked up who Ridge Love it was, looked at some of the, the big tournaments on track, and the kid was just a beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched him when I was in Fargo win Greco, get second in freestyle. He is a good wrestler, super good wrestler. Yeah, every time you watch him like do uh like lock somebody up, I'm like, oh man, a big throw's coming, but no throws here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so do you want to go to college for like a certain degree or anything? Like, what's that? Um, uh, what's that? Right now. Right now, I'm kind of leaning more in the pre-med field. Uh, I kind of want to be a sports physician when I grow up. Like, this year in football, I broke my hand super bad and had to get hand surgery. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. That whole just process kind of interested, interested me. Like, uh, just the whole that. And I looked it up. There's a lot of money in it. And, I mean, I feel like the medical field is a stable position. So, that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. And what's nice about that is if, like, an incident like the corona happens again, you'll be considered a, quote, quote, essential worker. Yeah, yeah. That'll be, like, there's always a demand for medical need and, like, just sports are growing. People are going to need more freaking attention to injuries. Mm -hmm. I don't see any bad things happening with that field. Just a lot of schooling, which will suck, but... Uh, actually, I know somebody that is doing medical school now. He's not doing like a sports, uh, whatever you said, sports. What, what was it? Uh, I want to be a sports physician. It's sports physician. Basically. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I know what that, I know what it is, um, but uh-huh. I know somebody that's doing like medicine, but not sports medicine. His name is Kelly Sandal. He is like in med school at, I think it's like Las Vegas or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. Have you uh did you watch the the argument or like the little get together with Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Dake? Yeah, I watched I mean I didn't see all of it, but I was on Flo's Instagram I saw some. It's pretty funny. I'm excited for that match. Can um, we mention how Kyle Dake and Jordan Burroughs just don't know how to talk shit? Yeah, they don't. They don't at all. It's just it's like little kids, like teenagers, no uh nope, no, you better uh they don't know how to talk shit. I've seen kids in high school that talk way better shit than both of them. I think my brother Michael talks way better shit than both of them. Yeah, together. Michael definitely talks better shit than both of them. And, but you know what? Also, Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Dake, they're like, they don't really need to talk shit. You know, they, yeah, they just go out there true. and they just, Kyle Dake just 43 O's the world. And uh, <laughs> Jordan Burroughs wins gold, gold medal and bronze more recently. Yeah, I'm excited to see that fucking, I was pissed when the Olympic trials got put off. I wanted to see that and Kyle and Cox. I don't know, both of those are kind of toss-ups, I don't know who's going to win. Who do you think wins between Cox and Snyder? Honestly, recently, I think with how they've both been wrestling, I think Cox is going to win. Cox has been on fire. Like, I think he's the hottest wrestler in the world right now. He's on fire. He's teching everyone. And I think Snyder's been on more of a decline these past few years. Other than winning the, what was it, the 2016 Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Youngest Olympic champion for wrestling, by the way. He he really hasn't done much other than 
winning the Olympics. Maybe he's won like a world title or two world titles. But every time he wrestles that guy from Russia, what's that guy's name? Do you know? Dude, I don't even know how to it's like some it. really I don't Russian know. name. Um, yeah, he just he beat him once, but now he just keeps getting clapped every time. At least I think he's lost to him at least twice now. Yeah, that and, dude's like his kryptonite now. And I just don't know why Kyle Snyder doesn't go back up to two eighty five, where he just murders people. Yeah, he should just get yoked and destroy. He's so much more agile than all of the heavyweights. Well, yeah, he's just so much faster, and he's. I, I remember watching a video he posted on Instagram of him pushing a sled with like one thousand two hundred pounds or something. Yeah, it's weird because he's not that big of a guy. Because I met him in Fargo, and like he was barely taller than me. He was like super strong, but just not very big. Like he looks so much bigger on TV. It's crazy. Did you shake his hand, oh, and your hand just started like breaking? <laughs> it was. Is that how you got a uh, broken hand? No, no. Uh, <laughs> he was, I don't know, it was weird because I was walking around the shop just looking at gear and stuff. And then all of a sudden I hear like, what's up? And I was walking around with one of my buddies, uh, Kendall Mobley. He ended up winning Fargo that year. But we we're walking around and then all of a sudden he's like, dude, Kyle Snyder's like right next to us. And I look and then he's like, oh, nice to meet you. And he's like shaking hands and. I didn't even realize it was crazy. And then we, like, talked to him, got his autograph, got him to sign this poster and stuff. He was a cool dude. I like him. I just – I don't know if he has what it takes to beat Cox anymore. Well, I mean, Cox is just – man, I think even in college, like, he wasn't even close to his full potential. Yeah. And he still won three NCAA titles. And that kid's just – I mean, that guy, that man, this <laughs> man is a, just a monster. <laughs> Yeah, he's a beast. Uh, I think he's going to just walk his way through the Olympics with how he's been wrestling. Do you think he – I think the last time he went to Worlds, it was like 40-something Oh, Do you think yeah. he doesn't get scored on a single time? I think he's going to have a couple tough matches just because, I mean, the Olympics I feel like is a step up from Worlds, but I think he's going to win it, and he's going to show that he's the real shit. And then I think, I don't know, With I'm so split with uh, Kyle Dake and Jordan Burroughs because I honestly like Jordan Burroughs way better, but I think Kyle Dake is better recently. Just He's been on, he's been hot too, just like Cox, two straight world titles, one unscored. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Well, it's the same thing as like Kyle Snyder, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jordan Burroughs has he won the 2012 Olympics and he hasn't really uh he's kind of been on a decline then. Like I I think I think he's won like eight world championships, but he's lost like big time matches against guys yeah. that he would face in the Olympics and Kyle Dake has wrestled the same guys and's like tech them. Mhm. So I agree with that. Um, I think it's going to be a closer, closer match than Cox and Snyder, but I, I, uh, I would have to go with Dake, I guess. I mean, you just can never count Jordan Burroughs out either because he's yeah. just such so like such a clutch wrestler. He's kind of like and he's his his double leg is the equivalent to Conor McGregor's left hand. 
Yeah, you can never count him out. And he's beat Dick like three times before. So, I mean, you never know. Some people wrestle other people different. He could have a super good day and end up beating Dick again. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I'm reading some more wrestling stuff. It says Derringer moves to Cliff Keen, WC, but I don't really care about that. Ooh, <laughs> Thomas Gilman versus Dayton Fix. That would be a match that I would yeah. definitely watch myself. Yeah. Did you watch? Um, so two years ago, I think Dayton Fix beat Thomas Gilman. And then last year, Thomas Gilman beat Dayton Fix. Yeah. He was very upset. Yeah. Um, I like both of them. They're both crazy dudes. Uh, I liked Thomas Gilman's flow interview where he was in uh, – did you watch that one where he's in like Serbia or whatever, and he ended up like meeting these brothers and riding around and stuff? I didn't His flow I, film. So I don't have flow wrestling like account, so I don't oh, watch any flow stuff. Oh, dang! I I did hear though that you were in a flow film for about two seconds. Yes, just recently the Anthony Inchimandia story. Um, I got my cheeks clapped by him in Fargo. It <laughs> sucks. So he ended up winning both styles, freestyle and Greco. This guy looks like twenty-five year old man. He's super good, and I I think he's gonna be an NCAA placer. But uh, I get stuck with him first round in Greco last year. My luck. So first round, just literally, I la- I was one of the longest lasting matches. I lasted like two minutes before getting teched. Mm-hmm. Like it was just unfair. He was so strong. my head real quick <laughs> you like cut out for a second so uh hold that okay i was in the flow film for a sec right. just uh getting thrown on my head by inchimandia and then yeah <laughs> the rest was history from there you're just getting tossed on your head and you were just another person in the way yep, I guess. just another person in the way but yeah, that was um, Jared was telling me there's like a conspiracy theory that uh, he like fled Cuba to come over here and just said he was 19 to 20 years old. Yeah, so uh, he Rem- he did flee Cuba uh, to come wrestle here, and he claims to be 19, I think, but I don't know. He rumor he- rumor is he's actually 23, is what Jared yeah, says. Yeah, I heard he had like a younger kid in cuba or something still and i was in fargo that like he had to leave or something to get over here i was i don't know there's so many rumors i was like the biggest rumor meal of fargo everyone was talking about him well he's a he's a monster yeah, so yeah. <laughs> he's got that man strength not even well if he's got a kid he's got that dad's yeah <laughs> Which is a whole other type of strength. Yeah, you get an extra 50% strength automatically. Exactly. Um, so when you're working out, are you working out during this quarantine? Um, yeah, I've been working out, but I've kind of been switching my workouts to more of a getting stronger than like getting lean and like more muscular endurance. I've been kind of building muscular strength. Uh, over this quarantine, mm-hmm. but I've been doing some cardio every once in a while. I go on runs, not as much as I used to, but I'm still trying to keep up some. Do you think it's hard to 
Well, I mean, of course, it's hard to work out. I mean, were you going to, like, the gym and stuff? Or? Uh, Yeah, before I was going to the gym a lot, uh, I was lifting pretty much, like, every day. And then I also was – I had wrestling practices, like, still four days a week at the training center. Uh, and that got canceled. So, yeah. You think that's going to open up as soon as this whole shit show is over? Or? Um, I honestly don't know. I don't know what the restrictions are going to be. I doubt this any tournaments are going to happen in this freestyle and Greco season's probably already done. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I doubt I doubt Fargo or anything like that will be going on. Yeah. Um I think the next closest tournament that's going to happen is like one right before season, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um I want to do Just, freak show again in the fall hopefully placing that again i saw a kid here from he went to germany to ramstein like the base Mm -hmm. and he had a pair of freak show shorts and i thought he was going to be really really good and like he's good for like wrestling in europe and all that that's this is like one big jv tournament (laughs) is what it is so he like he's wearing these freak show shorts and wearing his freak show shirt. Where did he... I was like, oh man, oh shit, you go, ahead. You go? yeah, yeah. Where? Yeah, so so he's wearing all of his stuff, and I was like, hey man, like you you wrestle at freak show? How'd you do? He's like, oh yeah, I wrestled at freak show. I went oh and two, <laughs> and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> like, uh... And I just kept walking. I wa- So he won the Euros tournament, which again is just a big JV tournament. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I, I'm teaching these kids how to wrestle, but like, I have to really, I feel like pull myself back because I'm like, man, these kids are not. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> you just like get frustrated every once in a while, like, under your breath, motherfucker, learn this. I, I, yeah, exactly. You remember that story that you said something about Anthony Ashenot? Yeah, yeah, Ashenot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He, at that. Camp. Tell us about that. Okay, so I did this camp uh, last summer with. Uh, Kevin Roberts. It was a super cool camp. It had Anthony Ashnault there. And uh, I got a private session with him and uh, Drew Roberts. And we were wrestling. He was showing us some stuff. And, I mean, I was, like, pretty hyped to meet him and stuff. And he was a cool dude for a little while. And then, I don't know, it just everything I did, he started being addicted. Like, damn it, that was two centimeters to the left. Come on, we're wasting time. We got a clinic to show, man. Let's go, let's go. Just, I don't know. He was, uh, he was kind of a, you could tell he was from Jersey. He was kind of a dick, but I don't know. I mean, he's from Jersey. Yeah. So, like, he kind of, he's the shit. So, I guess he kind of has a right, but I don't know. He was being a dick that whole time with stolen well, stuff. You could tell he's like used to perfection. Mm hmm. That that's definitely how I am with these kids. I don't yell at them, obviously, but I'm like I, just yeah. frustrated the whole there's time. This, there's this thing. So I remember when I was in high school, one of our coaches, I won't say his name, but like uh, he, every time we did something, I'd ask something stupid just because like I knew I could get on his nerves. <laughs> and this coach at the time is like the mean coach. Yeah. And uh, his, he'd like do this thing where like his eye twitches. You know yeah, I know about? what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just like that'll be me. Like all these kids will be like, "Well, what if I did my double leg just... with my head on the inside?" Or like, "What if I do my single with my head on the outside?" And I'm like, 
my eye will twitch and I'm like, God damn it. Like, why, why can't we just do it with our head on the inside or just some small stuff? Like yeah. That. Yeah. So it's not even like being two centimeters off. It's about having your whole head <laughs> on the whole wrong place of your body. Yeah. Retards. JK. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. If any of those kids are listening, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm but... just kidding. Kind of. Kind of. Um, yeah. But uh, in high school, you know, when I was in high school, you were a freshman. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what's funny is actually your mom texted me when I first moved to Italy. And was like, oh, hey, like, how's it going? And making sure that I was good and stuff. And it was super nice. But like, I just remember, like, in high school, like, you and I did not like each other. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, going into the year, we kind of just, for, I don't know, on, like, off terms. We just, me and you around Here, our way. Yeah, here's what, here's what happened. So. Here, here's what happened, right? Um, first of all, the season was coming mm-hmm. up. I was in cross-country season. Right. I'm already not in a good mood because I'm I mean cross country. Um for anyone that doesn't know, I was forced to do cross country that year because the year before I had smoked a cigar and I got in trouble, so I got forced to be put on uh cross country or lose two meets for wrestling and I wasn't planning on doing that. So I did cross country, I didn't want to do it, and uh dude, there was like kids like the newer kids, like Showalter, Blake, and all those guys, they were like, oh, man, like Dylan says he's going to beat your ass for varsity, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't I don't know who this kid is. <laughs> this, kid's, this kid's garbage. I remember going to the coach with the eye twitch, and I was like, I heard he's going 32. I want to go 32. <laughs> I was like, I was just super mean. And uh, I know your mom did not like me for like the longest yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And so – so when she texted me out of nowhere, I was like, oh, man, like something something mean's going to happen. <laughs> but she was really she, – she happened to be really nice. She just forgive and forgets. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is great because I don't feel so so hated anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. We um, get off on the wrong note, but, I mean, we went through so much shit together that, I mean, we get close. I feel like that's the best thing about wrestling is, like, after you go through so much like, like shit together through point like just tight like, just pure torture with some of those workouts and stuff that you're just like, fuck it, no more beef on the table. Like all this shits aside, I just want to better myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made it so my senior year. I made it like a personal goal that like, no one was gonna take me down except for like maybe the coaches like, Coach Connor or like uh, Coach uh-huh. McGee. I remember one time you just threw me on my back and I was just furious. <laughs> yeah, I remember that practice because me and you were going crazy at each other. And I was getting pissed because we were like kind of slapping each other around, you know, just just like hard hand fighting. And I, I wrestled mm-hmm. uh, Boz right before I wrestled you. And I picked up Boz and like literally I doubled him and picked him up in the air and then like dropped him on his head. And I was just, I was so pissed from wrestling you like before. And then Boz got hurt, and uh, McGee, remember that? McGee was like, oh, Boz just went for flight school. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. Because cause McGee was, like, trying to get me amped up because he knew that I was going to wrestle you again at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know how McGee is? He's just <laughs> – sorry. I, that coach in general, McGee, just 
he know you know how he is. He just likes to stir shit up yeah. in the room. Just to, just to see what yeah. happens. And um so I, I was like I looked at Michael and I think Michael had like had to take a break or something. Like he was like, yeah. hurt or he was like or something. I that. And and I was like, Oh, this motherfucker's trying to hurt my brother. <laughs> So I had to go a little extra hard, and I went, like, so aggressive that, like, you could, like, toss me. Yeah, I remember me. that. You and... gave me too much pressure, and I ended up tossing you. And I was like, God. It was, like, the first time in the room. <laughs> other than, like, so the only other time I got taken down that year was when we did, like, Iron Man, and we, like, went down the line to see who could go the yeah. farthest. So I went through. So I beat, I think it was, like, you, and then I beat Blake. And then show Walter, and then right after, dude. First of all, that lineup right there is just so hard. <laughs> first wrestling Dylan, and then you go to Blake, and then you go to show Walter. Like that's tough already. And then on top of that, I had this freshman Aguilar oh, yeah. who didn't want who didn't want to give up like at all. He he's just a super tough kid. And I was like, if I can make it past Aguilera and then lose, I'll be I'll be not even upset. Um. And then Aguilera took me down, and I was like, like I kept it cool on the outside, but on the inside, I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, how do I suck so bad? And um, so then when I got tossed, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I freaked out a little bit too. And I think I wrestled McGee right after, yeah. and I don't go easy like when I wrestle McGee. Like I wrestle like. I don't know if you know this, but that guy, at least my senior year, did not clip his nails. <laughs> yeah, I know, so I my hands—he's so dirty, dude. I have after practice, oh I'll come home. It looks like I just wrestled a cat. Fucking like on your hands, my right? Hands are all bloody, and like my face has. Yeah, scratches. and I'm like, um, I'm like, dude, where did my hands? Like, where does this happen from? And so I'd wrestle McGee, and I like he would wrestle dirty, so I knew I could wrestle dirty and not get in yeah. trouble. So every time he was on his knees, I'd like blast double him, and then like I would, I would really hit on him like pretty hard with my hands. Like I'd really hand fight with McGee as hard yeah. as I can. Um, but like McGee's one of those people too that like if you beat him in high school practice, like you probably actually beat him for real, <laughs> you know. So, um, there was a time where. He like he was waiting for me to choose bottom or uh-huh. something. So because he has like he has I don't know if you know, but he's got this nasty chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, I remember one time he chose bottom, and I was like, oh well, I'm good on top, and I'm good on my feet. Like all I do is just not go down. Uh-huh. And so it was my cho- choice third period, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be on my feet. And he was like, what? You're not gonna choose bottom? <laughs> and I was like, no, this is where I win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this year I was wrestling with him a decent amount, and like at the beginning of the year, I accidentally poked him in the eye, and it like made his eye like eyelid bleed. And then literally, I'm not even kidding. Like the next practice, he fucking we're wrestling, and he scratches me in the face and like down my eye. I was like, I had a cut and I was bleeding just right after. I swear he did it on purpose. Dirty ass McGee. It's fun I mean... wrestling him though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's super fun wrestling. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. And, and not only is it good to, like, if people don't know, McGee is a very successful person, mm-hmm. too, you know? And so to have somebody that's successful in the room, like, not just in wrestling, but in life, is actually really cool. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I think our whole coaching staff at least was pretty successful. So yeah, that was that was nice being like uh, coached by people that were successful. Because if I was being coached by somebody like fuck me <laughs> by chance, you know, I was like, if like I don't know how these high schoolers here take me seriously like mm-hmm. at all. Because like I I do some really. I mean, if I saw me as a coach, I'd be like, who is this guy? And why is he telling me to, me to yeah, run? Yeah. You know, you know, I don't want to call anybody out, but uh, there's, a, there's this little brown boy. <laughs> His name's Saul. Yeah, you know Saul? yeah. good old Saul. <laughs> I remember he would come my sophomore or my senior year and he had just graduated and he would just come up just to yell at everyone to sprint. And I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he would come up sometimes still. This year, he didn't really. He's more Bodie, but Bodie's pretty chill. I, I mean, he'd just kick the shit out of us and then be like, see ya. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bodie's really, he's pretty humble yeah, too. So yeah. I, Bodie Extreme Taylor. He, oh my gosh, my, I think it was my junior year, he had just bought this like, nice bike and he just bought this like the world breaking pogo sticks oh yeah like, i remember for that his black one that was like launched people yeah and that summer he like just started doing like backflips off of bikes he was he was just doing a bunch of crazy shit and we called him just Bodhi extreme taylor just because he was so like extreme he just did everything he did was just super cool. He was like, Oh, yeah, I could do a backflip on a bike. I, I still <laughs> remember like, what? Uh, freshman year when we were going over to state and we we're like playing that game where we think of something. And uh, Bodie went and you were like, Bike. And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I remember. It. Like, I'm thinking of an object. And uh, it, it finally hit Bodie's turn. And I was like, I was right then going through like, Instagram and Bodhi had just posted a picture of like him on a bike or something. <laughs> and I was like, is it a bike? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do remember that. That was really funny, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you, so a lot of people that are successful in the sport of wrestling are pretty religious. Are you, are you a religious person? I mean, I have my morals and stuff and I believe in God, but I'm not super religious. Uh, like mm-hmm. every once in a while my family goes to church like on christmas but that's about it I, I, at christmas and before state my mom makes us go before state every year we have to go to church is that weird or anything i mean like, if i like eh, to me that just sounds a little yeah weird. it kind of is but i get it like i kind i get she, karma like, like i feel like i believe in karma more than like anything and so i don't know i guess would you say that your mom's kind of like superstitious where she's like oh well like we went to church the weekend before and you placed at state so we got to do that <laughs> i mean now. she could be i i don't know i'm superstitious but in like different things like i wear like the same pair of underwear every time i wrestle I like my lucky underwear or, like my lucky socks and you know just stuff like that I had one superstitious, like one superstition thing that I did, and it was uh, I would wear my singlet the night before, and then just take it off in the morning, and then wear my normal clothes. Obviously, I didn't wear it to school, but 
Um, and that is and take off your underwear when you wrestled, you sick bastard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't wrestle with any underwear. So any, any high schooler that had to wrestle me, I'm really sorry, but mainly Zach Bowski had to get a face full of balls right on from this. <laughs> yeah, face full of ball bag. Sorry for that, kid. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was that was a good time. I yeah, I was really surprised when your mom texted me. I was like, oh shit! Like, she asked me for like my address to like send me stuff, and then never sent me stuff. Huh. So weird. She has it. Just know that if you wanted to send me stuff, okay, I'm always down. Send you some surprise dildos or something. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I'm I'm good on that one. <laughs> like prankcha. Uh, have like, gotcha. it from my mom. Oh yeah, that. First of all, it looked bad because yeah, <laughs> you just looked bad for so many reasons. Yeah. First of all, I don't, I don't think I can explain myself. Yeah, that would look um, bad. Yeah, if if that does happen, make sure it's your mom though, because if I have a high schooler sending me dildos, like that's gonna look really bad. <laughs> okay, sounds so, good. Um, but uh, so for staying in shape, obviously, what kind of what kind of things are you doing? Like you, I see. I heard you said you were switching your workouts and that kind of thing. But what kind of workouts uh, are you doing? Like I know you said you yeah. were running, but you're not running anymore. Uh, I'm running like just not as much. Like during the season, uh, I tried and run like most days. Like even with school, I would still come home and go on a run, at least a smaller one. But I don't know. I've been going on maybe like two a week now, but they're like decent sized runs. And then I've been lifting. I got a squat rack, so I've been squatting and benching and stuff. I've been trying to get my legs a lot bigger for next year. I feel like that was one of the main things I was lacking this year was strength. So I just want to get bigger and then not. All right, so unfortunately, Dylan Straley uh, lost connection during this part. Uh, But he was talking about how he wanted to be bigger and not cut so much weight. That was the end of that sentence, so. Thank you again for listening to the Backroom Podcast and come back again for the next episode. I think will be Friday with a special guest, Alan Combs.